Hey. Uh, hey, what's up? We missed you. We missed you last week. Hey, hold on one second. I want to finish this uh, this late fee call. All right. All right. Let him have it. Hi, this is uh, Five Day Rentals. I was calling for Mr. Sam Elliott. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that your copy of Power of the Dong is uh, a week overdue, so you feel free to keep it till Friday. All right. Thank you. All right. What was that? Yeah, we, uh, me and Kron, we had to work together for the first time, and uh, we, we missed you. Yeah. How did that go? I left you guys a, a list of stuff to do while I was doing that interview. Oh, uh, you did? Shit. Yeah, we talked about it. Hmm. Like, I had to go uh, on that yeah. show and promote the store? I was talking about the list. Yeah, I think Kron, Kron did it. I think all of it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I think. I, think I mean, it. I tried to make it fun, you know, like. Uh, maybe. Okay, that's why he left early. I thought I we mean, were all cool with each other. I thought we were friends. Oh, where did you come hey, from? Nate, buddy. Where did I come from? I was crouching behind one of the video displays. Jeez. Uh, all right. One of the walls uh, of VHS tapes. Yeah, well, there's, I mean, that's what holds the roof up, buddy. <laughs> Keeps the bills paid. What's up, man? It's been a few days. Oh, yeah, it's been, well, hey, I thought, uh, like I said. You, I, did you bring your copy of Footloose back? I have not. Oh, uh, uh, Dan, we just set him up on a recurring payment. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So Thanks. We, we're going to need to order another copy of Footloose. Oh, we had a, We had a deal, dude. <laughs> What's I, that? I didn't know. Yeah, it's all right. Anyway, I thought we were cool with each other. Maybe I will bring back my copy of Footloose because we're Whoa. not fucking friends anymore. I was just asking, you, man. What like, are you saying? No offense. Did you hear Bones's, Bones gave an interview? He's talking to other people about the store. You you listen to that? Yeah, of course I listen. I appreciate because I that, thought man. we were friends, dude. And you know who you mentioned? You mentioned Brian De Palma, and you mentioned Paul Verhoeven. Well, those are two famous directors that come into the store, man. Yeah. Well, I'm a guy that's here all the time. I've been here for four hours behind that shelf right there. Jeez. Well, we really got, got off a- to the wrong foot on this one. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. Uh, you got to understand that though, like you're. You're an acquired taste, Nate. I'm a big fucking name, dude. I, I got an audience, man. How many Twitter? Really? How many Twitter follows followers you got? I, I'm a TikTok guy. Okay, but it, all right. So let's go tit for tat here. Have you ever once promoted the store on your TikTok? Well, I'm not gonna. I here's the thing. I'm probably not gonna promote you on any other fucking podcast that I've been featured on. Why you? You've been on other podcasts. So yeah, dude, I do so many podcasts. And you've never once, like, in a plug section, say like, "Oh, I popped up on Five Day Rentals." Like, well, I have, I have before, but I'm not going to anymore. Ah, shit, I didn't know that. I have dude, promotion. I, I have promoters. I have okay. I have deals with companies. I think, I'm, dude, I, I, I didn't even promote like our poster giveaway on the fucking show. Like, I, I I'm terrible at it. I think so. I think I, I got a solution. I, okay. Why don't we let him do the next radio spot? That way he feels like he's part of the team still. I'm okay. taking your poster down from my f- pay less shoes. 
Oh, it's. We'll give you another one. Okay? You mean from the bulletin board in the yeah. break room? Yeah, I'm taking it. I'm the only one who goes back there, but I'm taking it the fuck down. Damn. How about. Let, that was like a primo spot. How about we give you a free rental today? Pick it. Yeah. Pick anything you want. Because. Honestly, what do I? What do we have other than these fucking movies, dude? I'm so sorry. It's fine. It's just the next time you're out and about, being featured other places, you fucking mention Nate Hands, okay? All right. I, listen, I'm. I think I got a movie for you. Honestly, I think I got a movie that is gonna just. It's gonna keep you up tonight. You're gonna fucking forget about any fuck up I did. Here, wait, real quick. This is the brand that I'm affiliated with. Here's a fruit by the foot for each of you. Sweet. Forgot Very my, kind of you. Forgot my lunch. You want mine, Dan? Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. I don't know if I can eat that that much. Okay. Well, I you know I I know that I ha- I don't really chip in for food around here. Sometimes you know, ever since my card's been put on credit hold, like it's been, you know. What are you, what are you it's talking been, about? It's been kind of rough lately, so I do appreciate you and Kron, you know. No, dude, we... Let me mooch off some pizza every once in a while. Like, I'll, I'll get you guys back. I know it's... Nobody's ever said anything about that. <laughs> What's that? I, know. I know. And, and it's, been, it's, it's really been great how supportive you guys are. But anyway, Nate. Yeah. What? Really, what do you look for in a movie, right? Like, just... What's, what's Nate's number one thing? I think we both know it's got to right. be... It's got to be feet. Okay. <laughs> I got a movie for you that just exemplifies the amazing nature of the human foot. I'm, I'm all ears. Is, is a foot under any more pressure than when it's running? On a, maybe if it's on a bed of nails. Well, a bed of nails would be, you know, a lot of high pressure in a few spots. Yeah, you're right. It's running. Okay. It's running. Yeah. It's running. <laughs> All right, let's let's not fucking stretch this out any further. Here's Running Man from 1987. Welcome to Five Day Rentals, the video store podcast, where each week one of us picks a flick that we think meets a fun, non-genre-specific category. We are smack dab right in the middle of a category we call the big three, but not the three you want. We're talking Sly, we're talking Arnie, we're talking Bruce, but we're not talking their franchises. I am Bones, I'm joined by Cron Howard and Laundry Dan. Guys, how are you? Hey, doing good. Doing good. Howdy, y'all. Dan, you working on that Bruno? Uh, I thought I was supposed to pick a Bruce Willis movie. I don't think Bruno okay. Mars has been in any movies yet. Come on, dude. That that reference is too new for our show. That's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, Kron, this was your category. Last week you took us through a nail-biter cliffhanger from, what, 93? 93. 93, Rennie Harlan. Mm-hmm. The, Dan, best, you, the best Rennie Harlan. <laughs> yes. 
Although we did talk about to be determined. Long kiss, long kiss goodnight might. We'll see. It will end up on this podcast. Yeah. Dan, it's actually next week, my Bruce Willis pick. <laughs> I just mapped okay. him to a movie that also starred. He starred in with one of those people in that movie. I can't do that. What if Dan just rewrote the whole movie and took us through six pages of notes where he imagines Bruce Willis in Long Kiss Goodnight? I thought maybe he re-edited the the entire film to... Oh, he yeah, he pulled like a toe for grace Mm -hmm. and like just did a fan edit of Bruce in uh, Long Kiss Goodnight and then sent it to us. Yeah. I would treasure that only behind my... or my DVD copy of Pinocchio's Revenge. <laughs> All right, so uh, didn't you? I picked Arnie for. Oh, go ahead. Didn't you try to throw your copy away and then it like showed up on your desk again? <laughs> like uh, you, yeah, you can't get rid yeah. of it. Uh, my my entire life uh, became just a fuckwad. Uh, the two weeks I tried to get rid of it, it wasn't until I, uh, you know, fell to my knees. Swore allegiance to the DVD. Did things start to turn around for me? So, um, well, good. Did you see? Good to hear see the promos the- of this Tom Hanks Pinocchio movie that's coming out. No, I seen the first yeah. picture was released today. Yes, yeah. uh, Dan saw it. Of course, he's <laughs> fucking. Well, I I tweeted about it because I want to know where it fits in in the Pinocchio's Revenge timeline. Mm-hmm. Is this a prequel? Is this a reimagine? Like, what is this? Like, w- w- he's he's playing Geppetto. He's not playing Vincent Gatto, which is bullshit. Karan, I seen it on our podcast Twitter page. Is where I seen it. Our oh, wow. podcast Twitter page. I saw it on um, that uh, blog post you wrote about it. <laughs> not true. The only thing uh, less or more sad than. Dan's uh, blog page is our Twitter feed. It's true. So if you're if you're listening to this, you didn't participate in our poster giveaway because nobody did. Um, all right, let's get on with this. We're talking <laughs> the big three, but not the three we want. We're talking about the Planet Hollywood fucking superstars. So last week we did Sly. I selected Arnie. You know from the title of this fucking episode, we're doing Running Man. Guys, what's your history with The Running Man? Uh, this was a first-time watch for me. Thought there'd wow. be a lot more running in it. Uh, you didn't appreciate Arnie's running double? I mean, Arnold he- definitely doesn't look like a guy that could... Uh, do a marathon at any point. I mean, the dude is in great shape, but mm-hmm. like distance running, it is not the shape I'm referring to. Right. I mean, he couldn't even get across a tarmac. No. I was going to say, was that a double or was that him? Cause that, I think that might've been him. There, there are parts where it's him. And then there's parts where it's absolutely a stunt double. Okay. Dan, how about you? What's your history with, uh, the Running Man is a movie that I've never sat through the entire time, but I've always caught like bits and pieces. So I felt like I've kind of watched it, but I would say it's a first watch for me as well. I've actually oh, man. sat down and 
got the whole gist. Right on. So, yeah. I mean, this is this is just an Arnie staple. I mean, we're this is pretty early for him in '87. He's done Commando at this point. He's done the three rounds. Well, the two Conans, and then the one. You know, he did Red Sonia, where he's technically playing not Conan, but he is sort of Conan. Is is this like a staple for you though? Did you watch this movie a lot? Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, number one, Arnie, for sure, is T2, right? Mm-hmm. Then you've got... Um, Twins. T1. <laughs> eh, I think I'd put Predator. Same year next. as this. Yeah. Um, And they bumped one of them, right? Did they bump this one so this came out after Predator? They bumped this one because Predator was summertime. Yeah. You gotta watch Predator in the summer, dude. You gotta. I think, yeah, I think Predator is number two for me. Then probably Jingle All the Way. Nothing? All right. Um, <laughs> we we don't know. You don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know no, what you're joking about. No, it, no, it's uh, uh, Last Action Hero is definitely up there mm-hmm. for me. Um,. I would. I think I would put this above Commando. So it's like been, the sci-fi elements of it. It's been way too long since I've seen Commando. Yeah. Why, oh, why and then you, Total Recall. Yeah, I duh. was gonna say, why are you leaving Total um, Total Recall off? The the thing about Total Recall is that it's later than what I imagine it to be. Like I always think of it as being eighty seven, eighty eight. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy to think that he. He did that at the end of this run and then goes back to T2. But I don't his his career, I mean, he's got the fantasy element, he's got the action hero element, he's got the sci-fi element. He gets a little into supernatural. Supernatural. Yeah. I mean, has Stallone ever done anything supernatural? Like nothing's coming to mind. Hey, so, what are all these ghosts doing around me? <laughs> freaking haunted in here <laughs> I don't think he has but I would love to see yeah. <laughs> I mean he dipped he dips his toe into sci-fi with dread and demolition man mm-hmm. but doesn't come anywhere close to Arnold in that doesn't really come Bruce I mean Bruce has the six comedy sense. action you know he's got death becomes her I guess he's got six cents so he gets into like some horror elements there. Yeah. But then him doing a fucking Wes Anderson movie takes him like into a like different category. And then he loses all those points by doing direct to video shit. So 12 monkeys is sci-fi looper. is Sci-fi. I mean, fifth fifth element. Quit bringing up looper. My pick is Looper, guys. Uh, I, told you, I told you. Told you it was going to be show. Looper. I'll quit the show. All right. I need a pick. Well, this is this. It's quite shocking to me that this is a uh, first watch for you guys. Like I said, I caught this it. Is, I've yeah. bits and pieces. Yeah. So I kind of. I don't know. I didn't count this it one as a watch. Was though. so easily edited for television. 
I think it's like TBS from what yeah. I was trying to remember. Like USA even too. Cause yeah, it was always this and twins, honestly. Twins was always fucking on. I th- I'm pretty sure I had a friend that had this and surviving the game on a VHS. That's like, with um Ice tea. We talked about that at work. To, mm-hmm. No, maybe yesterday, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was like, that will be covered on the Five Day Ross podcast. Don't worry. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That was one movie that I like begged my parents. Like, let's get this one. We got to watch this one. Yeah. That is cool. No but escape. I oh, dude. I no, I have so many fucking alerts. For no escape because it's nowhere you can't find it really yeah it's not streaming anywhere <laughs> i can't and, uh, I, I looked again when we did stone cold and we had lance hendrickson i was like fucking no escape you seen no escape cron i don't know i was gonna look up the cover <laughs> okay who's that uh, ray, ray, ray Liotta. Liotta, my mortal enemy um the bad guy i think it's the bad guy from lethal weapon three is the bad guy in uh, No Escape? What year oh, is this? Shit. Probably 97? Oh, okay. 94. There's a, Four. There's a newer No Escape that is on Tubi, but yes. it's not yes. this one. Not the same. That and Maybe just... Solo. I remember that. Fuck yeah, Solo. And Universal Soldier. I was like, yeah. Fuck. I've never seen this. Oh, dude. <laughs> All right. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll get some DVDs <laughs> of it. it probably sucks. It's been so long. Yeah, I watched it as a yeah. kid. I, th- um, I think I remember it being like boring. Like, oh, this isn't dude. what I thought. Oh, no, man. Uh, do you remember who else is in Solo aside from Mario Van Peebles? Uh, no, it's I like can't a, fucking it's tell a you. early Andr- uh, Adrian Brody. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. We got to make a note of that one. Maybe, yeah, maybe we should do. Yeah, let's do a super soldier category because then we could do soldier solo, uh, universal soldier, small soldiers. I'll fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, guys, I think it's time. We've put off an hour and a half of bad Arnold impressions long enough. We're going to just apologize to the viewer or the viewer, the listener ahead of time. I don't know. It's going to happen. We're going to do it. No, we're all going to do it. I I have a few, I have a few play alongs that we all got to do. All right. The running man, 1987, uh, written by Steven D'Souza. I did just get my Stallone dialed in. So it's going to be hard to switch gears and who. Oh, man, my hotel room is haunted. <laughs> it's freaking me out. Can't be scaring Rocky. People don't like that. All right. Written by Steven D'Souza, uh, big-time 80s action writer. Did Commando. Did Die Hard. Uh, this is based off of a novel who was actually written by Dan. I know you know because you do stuff. Kron, do you know? No. Uh, you should know, Kron. Dan? Why should I know? Because you picked a movie he directed. 
I picked a movie that the guy who wrote this book directed. Yes, you mm-hmm. did. When you think of guys who write books, who's the first name you think of? Clancy. Like, <laughs> all right, Dad. <laughs> What's the all right on your dad's bookshelf next to Clancy? Who's do, next? Do you even own a Clancy book? <laughs> <laughs> do I? Yes. No, but he's written a shitload of them. I'm like Cormac McCarthy, Hunter S. Thompson. He's Clancy. <laughs> oh, are we are we talking Stephen King? Yes. Yes. Now I do I do own some Kings. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Directed by Paul Michael Glazer who uh, you might know, or your mom might know, from Starsky and Hutch. He did some TV. Arnold originally didn't want him. I thought he was... was, was Yeah, he thought he was just going to be a TV director, but that turned out to be for their benefit because he was efficient as hell. Um, And he was the second, I think. Somebody came in and didn't work out, so then he took it and was like, yeah, fuck it, because if it fucks up, it's his fault. Like... It's There's good. a pretty good interview with him that I watched about this. Guys, we got two TriStar movies in a fucking row. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck it up, Dan. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is the running man. By 2017, the world economy has collapsed. Food, natural resources, and oil are in short supply. A police state divided into paramilitary zones. Rules with an iron fist. I Television think, uh, is controlled. I think a lot of times when you have this like future approach to a movie, it's always some kind of like crazy bullshit thing. But this one seemed pretty believable, <laughs> like the opening text where it's just like, "There's not enough food or gasoline." It's like, yeah, it's pretty close. I mean, and four years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're on the and precipice it, right now. Mm-hmm. It starts with the economy has collapsed, not a nuclear bomb has gone off or whatever. It's like, oh yeah, uh, we're constantly on the verge of. Our money meaning nothing. Television is controlled by the state, and a sadistic game show called The Running Man has become the most popular program in history. All art, music, and communications are censored. No dissent is tolerated, and yet a small resistance movement has managed to survive underground. With high-tech gladiators, or when high-tech gladiators are not enough to suppress the people's yearning for freedom, more direct methods become necessary. Is that a robot jocks thing? Those high-tech warriors they're talking about? Mm-hmm. Do you think this is like 10 years after the jocks wars have ended? What years were Well, yeah, we don't have the resources to make the jocks anymore. Yeah, exactly. Wasn't it Russia that they were fighting in robot jocks? Well, we were yes. fighting Russia for Alaska. That's right. <laughs> and we fucking won, dude. I still laugh my ass off whenever... I listened to Cliffhanger and <laughs> talking about the Robot Jocks hot dog. <laughs> Guys, that's going to be the first re- like actual rewatch we do on this show. And we're all going to bump it up from a 2 to a 4.5. 5.5? Yeah, I'm going to give it 5.5 I, out of 5. I genuinely thought about do we do ev- like every year? where we go back and we 
rewatch one? It's got to be longer. Like, would that be miserable? Or you got to be longer than a year? Yeah. You're okay. We'll see. We're in Bakersfield. Arnold is a helicopter pilot. He is sent to check out a food riot. We got approximately 1,500 civilians, no weapons. Uh, Despite this, Arnold is ordered to fire on the group of innocent people. He says, I said the crowd is unarmed. There are lots of women and children down there. All they want is food, for God's sake. He's refusing. His commanding officer tells him to, you know, fire upon them anyway. So he says, fuck this, I'm turning around. Unfortunately, his crew are directed to restrain him. And they continue with the fucking murder anyway. So they almost pull an action USA. They get him like halfway out the helicopter before they knock him out. You get some immediate great Arnold like struggling noises like the, you know, yeah, they, they should have just held him. They should have held him hanging out of the helicopter until they ran out of gas. (laughs) There's no water though to drop him in. Yeah. There's no yeah. There's no water in the future. Now, right up. We've started helicopter with Stone Cold and Macho Mania, and we went to Action USA. Brain Smasher, did it have a helicopter? No, couldn't, couldn't afford one. Damn it! They were on a train. That's right. That was the extent of it. And then inside two or three cars. There's no they. Brain Smasher costs less than Action USA. <laughs> Might have. Yeah. And like All not right. not even adjusted for inflation. Just no. whatever their budget was in the 90s was less than <laughs> Action USA in 81 or whenever it came out. Somebody could make Brain Smasher right now on an iPhone and you'd get it'd be just as good quality like visually. Well, if I don't you think could, it'd have the heart if you can also afford a ticket for a train, I mean, yeah, you're gonna have to pony up a we little can just bit. Sneak of up for... on top of a a train at two thirty a.m. Yeah, but at least you're you're the yeah. guy holding the camera is gonna have to like pay for it. Someone, one person is gonna have to buy a ticket so it looks okay. legit. You just buy a monthly pass. Mm-hmm. All right, we cut to. Wilshire detention zone 18 months later we got your generic half rock mine half refinery fucking sci-fi future place we got prisoners forced to work Arnold comes around looking great with a great beard he's got a chunk of steel on his shoulder he's smoking a cigar now this camp it's surrounded by these little control towers around the perimeter and these are used to basically you know it's like a shock collar like a dog shock collar because these, all these prisoners have these explosive collars around their necks. Uh, Arnold, along with some other inmates, they have a plan to escape. Uh, there's a guy with glasses. His name is Weiss. And then Yafit Kodo, who um, you might know from Alien. Or, in one of the- or Bone. That's where I know him from. Bone? <laughs> yeah. Um, is that the Snoop Dogg? No, that's Bones. Bones. Bone? The Snoop Dogg-like horror movie. Bone is a weird ass movie that was made by Larry Cohen, the same guy who made like the stuff. Okay. And it's literally like Yafit Kodo just he basically like walks into these old white people's house. All right. <laughs> and he's like uh like at first they think he's there to clean the pool 
And he's like, Racist. no. Yeah. And, but he's like, well, I'm already in your house. So just give me your money. Like, like I'm already in here. So, but it's like, he's robbing them, but he's not really like pressuring them. It's, it's a weird ass movie, dude. Okay. And it is about like, I think it is kind of about the like race component, you know? Okay. He is also in a Freddy. I want to say three or four. He plays like a counselor. I thought he was in another movie that we covered. Was he? Maybe not. I don't know. Because he was. He's also in a. We have, um, we have a few alum here. Yeah, he's also in a movie that I can't bring up because we're not allowed to talk about Fight Club those franchises anymore. No. Uh, so Arnold and Yafit they start a fake fight. Um, once the guy with the glasses has his perimeter code. So he's watching a guy, like one of the guards, type in the code. The, the guard is not being very nonchalant about it, just typing None of these willy-nilly guards out, in the, out in the open. Are really guardy. Right. I was so really hoping Arnold, uh, one of them would kick their feet up on a desk and open a Playgirl. Slice the lump, Playgirl. Mm-hmm. No judgments. This is an inclusive podcast. Uh, all right, so we got a fake fight going. Good distraction, you know. It can't. It's fifty percent of action movies contain the fake fight for distraction. So we got uh, the guards come in. They start killing a few people. Arnold throws a guy off of a lift or like a little balcony. Give you a lift? I mean, right out the gate with the fucking puns. Um, this gives Weiss ample opportunity to take over one of the little computers and start trying the code. Uh, unfortunately, the linking computer is not linking, so they got to move outside or blocked by the concrete or something. Uh, Weiss keeps trying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, eventually he gets the first sequence in, uh, it looks like the perimeter is starting to come down, but there's another guard with another computer, um, who they need to take out next. Uh, this guy named Chico, uh, one of the prisoners, he doesn't wait long enough. He takes off. Boom, his head explodes. Everyone is like, stop. <laughs> yes, like, they, they all forgot the plan. <laughs> yeah, but they all like literally are like, don't go yet, dude. And he's he just yeah. keeps running. Yeah. He's, he's little taste of freedom. Chico wants gone. Um, yeah, he... His head explodes. Uh, Yafit Koto, he's got a machine gun. He manages to shoot that last guy covering that computer. Uh, this allows Weiss to complete the sequence. The primer's deactivated. Everyone flees. Congratulations, guys. Isn't there Weird. also a part where uh, Arnold lifts a guy over his head in this, like when they're escaping this thing? I think it's when they're still inside the building. I just. Yeah, wrote- I, I think that's the give you a lift line, and he throws okay. him. So I I wrote that down because, like, Stallone did it in Cliffhanger. I think Mm -hmm. there's a guy in Black Roses that does it. Is that just, like, the most, uh, it's, like, the most manly thing you can do is. I mean, a strict overhead press. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I guess just lifting someone over your head. Don't think for a second I didn't look up how much the actor Leon probably weighs (laughs) to see if, theoretically, I could have lifted him up and impaled him on a stalagmite. Mm Mm-hmm. I think uh, it happens in Stone Cold as well. 
like during one of the bar fights or something? I think it's whenever the dude's wrestling, like when they go into the clubhouse or the rally for the weekend. Oh, when he fights the pretty, the pretty guy? Yeah. Pretty big guy. We're in Los Angeles. Arnold Weiss and Yafit Koto. Yafit Koto's name, I think, is Laughlin. They make their way to the underground. Uh, while they're doing that, in the back, we see an ad for the biggest TV show. It's The Running Man. We got a technician. This is Cron. Uh, you know who this actor is? Or should I say drummer? Technician. No. I don't he's, remember. I, I have him in my notes as a technician, but he's like, I guess, the leader of the underground. The guy who like takes the mm-hmm. the thing off of him. Yeah. No. Dan, you know. I know he's a producer. Oh wait, it's um, yeah. and he's. Is it Fleetwood? That's it. Hell yeah. Yeah. I got uh, there. So, all right, you got it. So he manages uh, to remove the explosive collar. Um, we see him take it off of Weiss. We assume he's taking him. He gets all the rest of them. Uh, Weiss is, uh, he talks about wanting to jam the network once they find the uplink satellite. So, guys, just get used to it. Weiss is just, he has a hard on for uplink satellites. It's his thing. Um, so, their network is, it's the one and only like internet TV thing, you know, like the little crawl says, it's how the state basically controls everybody with their propaganda they want to be able to, to hack in and, and broadcast the truth um, the tech or Mick he refers to Richards as the bake the butcher of Bakersfield so even though we as the viewer know that Arnold did not kill 1500 citizens he's obviously been put in jail and framed for this so we get a little back and forth with him and whether or not uh like Laughlin believes that Richards is actually the butcher or not. Um, either way, he's a former cop. So that's why they don't want to trust him. Arnold calls him idealists, says that he doesn't give a shit. We cut to the next day. Arnold's got like a fucking little sweet little Lego hat. I don't know where this <laughs> came from. Yeah, what is that thing? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, It, it he, seems like a European hard hat. He it had- doesn't look... He has like that, uh, what looks like a gold gym sweatshirt and a cigar, and it's just—it's his world's gym. Yeah, but is yeah. like, did he just provide his own wardrobe for? That's like, his some gym. Of I didn't have anything that fit. That could be. He was promoting his gym because he was invested in that gym. Yeah. I just don't know uh, why he would be doing this if he just escaped, like the work camp. He's just like walking around, like everything's cool. I guess if well, you get the collar the off, yeah, like you're, uh, I guess they so. can't track you. Maybe. And plus, nobody's going to recognize him with that hat. Yeah, that's true. That's ben true. Richards wears a cop uniform. Shit. He is construction man. He came with a thirty-two piece truck. Did you have uh, that action figure of him, or did you just have the Running Man one? Uh, no, I didn't. I wasn't a big. I mean, the whole like IP Lego stuff. I feel like it got really big once we got like we outgrew it. But I wasn't a big like themed Lego 
person. I liked the big random box of all of the <laughs> regular shit. I didn't like a, you know, Star Wars or... Um, you guys ever took a trip through the Lego aisle these days? I know they're super expensive. Yeah, dude. I was like, holy shit. Like insanely expensive. I mean, it's <laughs> just franchise like shit, right? 80 bucks. I'm like, it's like Harry Potter and... Like, now put that shit away. Hunger Games. Oh, didn't they have like a Is Millennium the Falcon one that was like $400? Hunger Games hasn't been or... bigger? I don't know if they had any Hunger Games ones. <laughs> I'm... I am trying so hard to not name three big franchises this episode. So in skipping those three, for some reason I went Harry Potter, Hunger Games. Those are the the big. Check it out. It's it's Utopia from Hunger Games, the Lego set. Check it out. Here's the robot jocks Lego sets. Can you help Katniss win the games? Kill your friends. Yeah. I don't right. even know if Utopia is part of it, but it sounded like something that could work. And you guys remember that book, Dinotopia? No, I remember Fruitopia. Fruitopia, like the drink. Yeah, where'd that go? I don't know. It's gone forever, dude. Replaced by fucking monsters. You guys yeah. didn't. I don't say, need all that taurine, guys. You guys didn't say shit when I sent those airheads a few weeks ago. What? I sent a picture of a mystery airhead Oh, that I the kid ma- brought home. I was you like, holy shit. Me. I thought you mailed me some airheads. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I said oh, I you need know. to shake that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I did say shit. All right. Cricket. Oh, so Ar- Arnold. You know what I found out, though? <laughs> the, the mystery flavor airheads? Don't tell me. Okay, tell me. It's just... It's literally like when they change the flavor over in the machine. So it's like a little bit cherry, a little bit blueberry or whatever the hell. Like another flavor. A little bit cherry. (laughs) So you took the time to look this up, but you haven't physically ate one? I'm a little bit rock and roll. (laughs) There you go. Thanks, (laughs) Kron. All right, so Arnold's fucking off. He doesn't want any part of this politics. He sees this, like, work truck pull up. Nothing like first class. He says his brother's going to get him out of the city. He says, uh, I'm not into politics. I'm into survival. So we cut to ICS. This is the TV headquarters. We meet Richard Dawson, famously the host of Family Feud. Yep. Known to be pretty kissy. Recognize this guy from uh, his other movies, King Rat and Munster Go Home. Huge hits. <laughs> we know why you watched King Rat. Yeah. Which, Kron, you have to watch the Batman. It has rats in it. Yep. Yeah, well, it's uh, three hours long. You got to fill up the time somehow. It's two hours and 58 minutes. And it, it genuinely flies i didn't pee once if fl- dude it books i pissed myself in the theater. crazy chad peed and he was like what have they done with dan dan pees four times for three hours i i made it second time i knew when to pee so i could go pee yeah that's right i saw it twice <laughs> fucking baller all right richard dawson he's playing uh damon killian 
So I'll either say Damon or Killian throughout this. He is the host of The Running Man. Now, did you guys notice that um, Richard Dawson is unable to uh, fold his pinkies? The man has those hands that pinkies are just out constantly. And I can't look away. Whenever he points. I think he's just trying to to rip them. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yep. That's what he's doing. Please see. That's a a good reference for. No holds uh, barred for that. This this film here. It's a good reference. Uh, He's greeted. He pulls up outside. He's greeted by this crowd. They're fucking obsessed with him. Uh, He. He goes inside. He he just straight up walks into a janitor. This poor janitor is just doing his job. Gives him a little like, ah, it's okay, it's okay, yeah, no problem. But turns the corner and then tells his assistant that uh, if that guy's you know not fired tomorrow, you're going to be fired. Or says something else. He's a real asshole. They do a real good job immediately showing how evil he is. All right, we cut back to Arnold. He arrives at his apartment complex. Uh Walks up to this door, looks around, puts in this code, fucking door opens. Now, I guess we're supposed to assume this is his brother's place. Uh, he gets inside, but he notices, like, some lingerie, like some hosiery. He starts calling for his brother, Edward, but nobody's around. Uh, some woman comes in, starts barking orders at her machines. She wants toast and coffee. Tells the TV to turn to ICS Channel 1. Do you guys want to do that? Like, they're making, you know, more and more stuff voice-activated. Do you want to be talking to your fucking toaster and shit? No. I don't understand why you would make the coffee before the work. Like, it's going to sit the toast? It's not going to be warm. Like, how long is this workout? She's just getting a stretch in, dude. Okay. (laughs) She's going to do five minutes, and then it's breakfast time. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. It's not breakfast time. It's fucking workout time. Anyway, because I don't want to live in a world where I got to okay. talk to all my appliances. <laughs> I will tell you, I got the the Apple TV hooked up, and it is kind of nice to just use Siri on your phone and say, turn off, like, you know, office TV, and it shuts everything down while you're walking out. I do like that. I got the lights. I only got four of them, though. All you got- of the lights? You guys are contributing to the running man scenario. But I'm, yeah, I'm not talking to my coffee maker. Yeah. Not yet. Nah, never. I still grind my, you made fun of me for grinding my own beans. I grind my beans too. There's a ritual involved, man. I didn't make fun. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. I just said I don't do it. Which implies that you think you're better because you don't do it. No, Which in I, a way is making fun. I think the people that grind their own beans are making a better cup of coffee. I think my point was just I don't care. The marginal increase in my cup of coffee is not worth the additional time to me. Okay. Five seconds. Well, if I invest in a $100 grinder, maybe. My grinder was 25 bucks. My grinder is like 15 bucks. It's the best part of waking up, man. It's coffee in your grinder. All right. I just put the grounds in the thing and then 
I got a coffee two minutes later. Let us not delay. <laughs> Act now. Are you ready for pain? Are you ready for suffering? If the answer is yes, then you're ready for Captain Freedom's workout. It's fucking Jesse the body leading some aerobics. I thought he was here. Mm-hmm. No, nah, he was on the TV. So oh, that's okay. she's watching the TV. Um, Captain Freedom is the 10-time national champion, the greatest stalker to play the game. Our lady just gets ready to start working out when uh, all of a sudden a news bulletin interrupts. They're reporting that the butcher of Bakersfield has escaped. Without delay, Arnold just fucking sneaks up on the lady, you know, puts his hand over her mouth. This is my brother's place. She says, uh, I moved in last week. The previous tenant was taken away for re-education. Lady tries to run away. She starts screaming in like Spanish. I don't want to say Spanish. It could be Portuguese or something, but it's, it's I think of a subtitles said Spanish. Oh, okay. Okay. Latin language. Latin based. Yes. Okay. Um, Arnold subdues her pretty quickly. The guy's a fucking beast. We, I mean, he's still pretty hot off of, you know, being Mr. Olympia and shit. Yeah, I mean, he looks the, great fucking always, but in, he just couldn't be beat in the 80s and early 90s. Is this the best way to really come after a small lady in the apartment that you just broke into? Well, she, you didn't break in there. No. She's going to... What's a better it's way to super, come at her? It's super rapey. I'm just saying, you know, like yes, the the whole situation with he and her is he, not great. Like it doesn't age very well. Like the kidnapping, you're going to help me, and I mean, and he could have waited outside like the door and was like, "Hey, I thought this is my brother's place," you know? Yeah, yeah. He could have built a barrier on that divided the bed in half. But what if what if this was his brother's wife or something? You know, maybe he was taking a chance and like, what's going on? But then also he's freaking out. Where is my brother? Mm-hmm. So when she, I guess we're to infer that when she says the previous tenant was taken away for re-education, he knows that his brother's probably fucked. Um, yeah, he's claiming that he's in, innocent. Um, her phone rings. This is how we find out that her name is Amber. At ICS, Damon and his team, they are going through the latest group of criminals, possible contenders for the show. Um, did you guys recognize one of the, the guys that work for Damon? The jock ass himself <laughs> from No Holds Barred? It's, what the fuck was his name? Yeah. Uh, so they're going through the, the last batch, but Damon doesn't really like any of them. Uh, there's like some funny lines about like some woman says like, what about that suicide cult? And he said, well, obviously they didn't follow through with it. Right. So like, yeah, they're they're, unreliable. They're unreliable. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're talking about like a, you know, neighbor serial killer or whatever. And he's like, you know, I like that quality. The one that says like, he was so quiet, you know, we didn't even know, but you know, these guys would get eaten up. Well, outside, like in a different room, he sees Ben Richards on this fucking news feed, like the footage of him hulking out and running from the prison escape. 
He demands that that, uh, that footage be put on the TV. I could get 10 points for his biceps alone. Look at that his mother. Assi- yeah. His assistant says, like, you know, we can't get them. Like, something, I guess these are like, you know, federal prisoners. They can't have access to these. He says, fuck that. Uh, he makes a phone call to the president's agent. That's right, guys. Entertainment is so big, the president has an agent, which I would assume they do now, right? Like, an Obama went on Mark Marin. Yeah. He... Well, the, I mean, isn't like a press secretary, that's basically your, like, they're handling communication for you. Right. That's kind of an agent, right? Like, uh, yeah, to an extent. I think the joke, though, is that, like, TV and entertainment are so ingrained in the propaganda and government of this. It's all the same. Yeah. Um, all right, we're back at uh, Amber's apartment. Arnold, he starts looting around the apartment. He's got Amber tied up on, like, the Bowflex. She's um, tied up in a pretty, like, sexual way. Yeah, yes. it's, like, <laughs> pretty pervy way to tie someone up, mm-hmm. I mean. But, I mean, obviously, Arnold is really, he's comfortable around exercise equipment. So he, like, well, I know you can't get out of this. Um, I have to lift to get out. <laughs> yeah. He starts looking through her shit, realizing, like, she's got all this contraband, basically. You know, illegal music, um, illegal clothing. She's like, yeah, so what? Everybody does it. He's like, all right, we got to get out of here. Now, this was kind of cool. You can just go to your TV and make travel plans, like fucking Travago, just with a few I think little keypad presses there. Can't you do that now? I mean, yeah. yeah. but I mean, I can't go to my fucking flat screen and just say, like, select five travel book, you know? That's true. I don't know about you guys, but, you know, you got to have that conversation back and forth, like... What day do you want to leave? What time do you want to leave? I don't know. We always well, get that, to the airport late. Like, that's wow, just okay. Like, that's just someone else pulled me down, though. If it was just you, you literally could walk to your computer and be like, "Guess who's yep. going to Aruba tomorrow?" You're absolutely right, Cron. <laughs> I wish I was Ben Richards. Um, <laughs> she says you can't leave. You don't have a travel pass. He just fucking steals hers. Um, yeah, he books a trip to Hawaii. Takes all but three seconds. Um, he takes this opportunity to threaten Amber by showing off his strength. Basically, just rips the Bowflex like out of the floor. You know. All right, we're at the airport. Arnie, he's pushing Amber through the line. Remember, I can break your neck like a chicken's. Uh, Arnie gets through the line. He he does it with some sweet talk and kind of making a scene. So he uses her pass to get through security. Oh, and then love, makes a big show of like trying to find hers. You know? I love Cuban Arnold. Yeah, oh, yeah. His what look, great is, his look it's is fucking awesome, dude. Great. Yes, he's got the hat, the glasses. That he makes a joke Hawaiian about shirt. the shirt. Like with this shot, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they're at the terminal. Uh, they're they're kind of walking across. Amber kind of. Nudges him. She manages to run off. She alerts some guards. Immediately, these guards are like, oh, fuck, that's Butcher Bakersfield. Arnold takes off. He's He gets outside. He's, like, running across the tarmac. This is what we talked about earlier. It cuts in between, like, a guy who can run 
and Arnold. Uh, we get some futuristic soldiers that kind of drive up on this go-kart with like a net gun. Oh, it's fucking great. I wanted that net gun as soon as I saw it, dude. That oh, thing man. looks sick. <laughs> now, it, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what I'd be using it for, but just knowing you got it. Squirrels. Oh, I mean, you would net your wife once a week, right? <laughs> I would. Yeah, I would net whoever, dude. I mean, you j- mailman you'd be chasing co- her through the cul-de-sac. <laughs> just mailman shows up to drop off a package. Mm-hmm. He's getting got. I mean, uh, Arnold can't outrun this thing. It look it's great. It looks like four Nerf footballs. Like it's at each corner of the net. It's huge. All right. Yeah, he's just too big. He's got too much mass. He's strong, but he's not that fast. Cut to a dark cell. Immediately, Damon presents himself to Richards. Hey, cutie pie. Know who I am? I've seen you before. You're the asshole on TV. Damon once been on the show. Fuck you. Damon shows Arnold a video feed of Weiss and Laughlin. They've been caught. Damon says they're B-list. They, you know that they can't survive. If you don't go, I'm making them go in your place. What's this guy to do? He's too good of a guy. Yeah. Cut to a, I thought it was like he's going for them. Is that the way they set it up? Yeah, it's it's I mean, you could it's however you want to put it. It's well, basically I mean, like you that, go or they is, go. Yeah, is that what he's implying? Is like if you go then these two guys don't. Yes. Well, that's why okay. he threw him in later. Yes, so when they show up later, that pisses him off. Yeah, Arnold's like, yeah, I'm going to do this because when we get out, we're taking a yacht over to Italy. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, because that's how you take care of your friends. Yeah, real friends. You want to show them a real good time by 45 days on on the open water. You didn't see the scene where they all kiss each other on the mouth? Oh, I wish. (laughs) Arnold and Yafet Koto just... (laughs) macking on each other mm-hmm. all right arnie's like getting shot up with all sorts of tracers and shit uh they look like they hurt for a shot oh, fuck I, yeah. yeah they look painful as hell dude and they are not fucking polite about it i guess because they're just so used to fucking with criminals yeah it's like uh needles in between the knuckles and they're just fucking crunching into all his muscles and shit. Oh, it sucks. One of the texts is like, yeah, he's done. Fucking gas him. So they throw him in this little cell, knock him out with some uh, some gas. Shitload of gas. Mm-hmm. So the next day, Amber, she's just out of a shower because we continue the, you know, the trend of just putting her in these, you know, sexual scenarios. She's watching TV. She watches the news right as they're starting to report that Ben Richards killed multiple people at the airport. Well, the viewer knows and she knows that shit ain't true. Fucking and now media, back to man. climbing for dollars. Huh? Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. So they we just quickly see a, a one of the game shows that's on TV, which has people climbing up like chains and ropes to get money. <laughs> While they're being chased by like dogs and shit. It's like, say what you will about the dystopian future, but like 
I would watch all of these shows, dude. I would I would watch <laughs> mm-hmm. this one. I would watch whatever the hell I'd buy that for a dollar and RoboCop is. Mm-hmm. I would watch that show. Just perpetuate it, man. Future, That's a bummer, you know? Future TV looks... I mean, the world around you is crumbling, but... <laughs> TV looks great. Yeah, TV's going to be gr- awesome, dude. <laughs> How far are we from reality tv just showing people die i don't know if i need i don't need to see anybody die but i would definitely watch someone you'd watch an old guy uh standing between two sets of big titties yelling i'd buy that for a dollar hell yeah dude okay yeah, i would too <laughs> that's tv gold <laughs> uh richard z gets woken up by his court appointed theatrical agent and Damon's number one security guard. Now, uh, the guy playing this number one security guard is Sven Thorin something, some big-ass Swedish dude. He's, like, fucking bigger than Arnold. He's been in, like, everything Arnold's been in and a bunch of other action movies of the 80s and 90s. He met him at, like, a uh, competition, didn't he? Yeah, I'm sure they lifted away together. I think the guy's in, like, the Conan movies. I think he's in... um this is so dirty to say now. Like one of my favorite Seagull movies on Deadly Ground. You guys ever seen that one? Yeah, I think he is in that one. I don't uh, think so. Michael Caine is the, is the big bad in it. It's like him going up against oil companies. Yeah. Why do, why do we fall, Master Wine? So we can learn to pick up our souls. Some men just want to watch the wild band. Uh, on Deadly Ground is the Steven Seagal movie where he does the hand slap game with the gas man from Dumb and Dumber. Awesome. Literally, <laughs> literally has a bar fight and then challenges the guy to the hand slap game. Like this it's thing great. where you move your hands he, up? Absolutely. Awesome. Karate never You hit that? me, I hit you, okay? I don't think I know. Oh, man, we're fucking... Okay. But that yeah. sounds awesome. It's dude. It movie is chock full of great one liners, like an Arlie Ermy. Sounds like uh, I just I just bumped watching the Batman this weekend to watch uh, <laughs> Deadly Ground. It was on HBO Max not too long ago. All right, so the uh, theatrical agent and the security guard they're walking uh, Ben Richards to the stage. The Running Man is starting, guys. We got bets going for the crowds in the streets. We got fly girls and music starting in the studio. How do those bets work? Because there's a part later in the movie where it's like, uh, like literally Sub-Zero is going to be there in like 10 seconds and people are just yelling and the guy's mm-hmm. just like grabbing the money. And it's like, are you even writing down the bets? Like, who do you, how do you know who to pay? I think there was another guy up there writing, I thought. Yeah, but you've got 30 people betting in five seconds. You're not getting... There's but no way you're keeping up with that. This isn't the only movie that has that problem, though. I know exactly what you're talking about, Kron. It's like we're just supposed... It just In the chaos, we accept Robot the, jocks. Robot jocks was like a whole system, though. You had to walk up to a machine mm-hmm. and like punch a bet in. I buy the betting in robot jocks more than I do in this movie. But these guys are professional bookies, you know? 
maybe only one guy is taking a specific bet or something. I I I totally understand what you're saying. I don't know how most bet, betting works to begin with. I don't like over under odds this all that shit like I get it on a base level. Mm-hmm. I certainly don't get it in the action movie. Who are you taking? I've got some random dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz my luck I'd win and they would I'd never get my shit. Yeah, well, they'd be like, oh, sorry, we took 50 bets in six seconds, and mm-hmm. we, we wrote you down as the other guy, so. Yeah, you look like the 10 other guys that also made the same bet. Mm-hmm. All right, the stalkers, they start arriving to the studio. We got our first look at Buzzsaw. Uh, he knocks out a fan that tries to run up in on him, uh, shows off his strength by lifting a dirt bike right off the back of a truck. Um. Dan, was this anybody? I didn't look at this. Was he like a fucking wrestler? Or? Yeah, he is. Okay. Uh, this, this guy's name, Gus Rethwish. You might know him from Wizards of the Lost Kingdom 2 and Airport 79. Okay. So, so Again. we covered Airport 79 last week. Okay. I wrote down all these because Bones kept throwing stuff out last week, and I would just say, okay. Because <laughs> I had... <laughs> Like I don't watch Star Wars or Star Trek. Is he that one? I don't know if it's Buzzsaw or if it's a uh, Dynamo. 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 One of them's a one of them's a wrestler. Uh, Dynamo is played by Erwin Van Lith. You might know him from Alone in the Dark and Stir Crazy. Yeah. Who is an actual uh, opera, opera singer? A yeah. trained opera singer. All right, so Amber, she's in the studio hallway. She's paying $6 for a Diet Coke. I mean, we're not too far from that, am I right? Talk about uh, gas. You talk- Yeah. She sees Richards being taken into the game. Just seems weird that they're just having the contestant walk through the hallway of the TV studio. Um, well, what is she doing down there anyway if she makes the theme songs? You uh, can just- do that shit from home, lady. It's just open office concepts. You know, if you restrict apartments like that, you're going to create silos. So It's, it's like, uh, you know, the lady who plays the organ for a baseball game. Like, you got to be there to, like, you got to feel the crowd. It. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you never know. I mean, how, it, you know, the Running Man's a three-hour show. There could be, you might have to do an in-memoriam. For somebody pretty quick. What's a uh, Seven Nation Army? I don't know. How does that one go? I'm on a fight Due to those little teeth. Uh, all right. Uh, Tall right, guy Amber. with some little teeth. Amber and Ben, they share some looks. Amber's friend, uh, she starts saying some really inappropriate shit. Like, she wants to fuck that, that guy didn't do a whole bunch of stuff to you. I'm going to skip over that. Uh, Amber, she kind of runs off. She's starting to have a change of heart. She knows this guy's fucking in- innocent. Uh, it's showtime. Damon comes out. He starts commanding the stage. Who loves you and who do you love? 
uh, the theatrical agent, he's rattling off some legal jargon or jargon to uh, Richards. Needs Richards to sign this piece of paper. Says you can use my back to sign. Fucking stupid ass. Richards <laughs> just stabs the guy with the pen, like locking the contract. I mean, this is the a thing that you. Re- this is like up there with three boobed lady from Total Recall to me. Like this. <laughs> what a jackass. You jockass. Uh, stuff that both turned you on when you were younger. <laughs> Dude, I cannot. Like, when we had to close on our house, <laughs> I had to. Uh, I was so fucking so I was, I was like, ma'am, you got to leave the room. All right, I got uh, to the last page. Let me sign it on your back. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh,. Damon, he just starts macking on his number one fan. I don't know what this is about. Now, Richard Dawson was notorious for kissing ladies on Family Feud. Shit that would not fly today. Like, pretty much any woman that came on Family Feud, he would give an old kiss. He probably kissed the most women, right? He's got to have herpes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, His number one fan is this old lady named Mrs. McArdle. Uh, and then he introduces the guest runner. It's Ben Richards. They show a video um, that's obviously been doctored. It makes it seem like Richards planned the whole fucking Bakersfield slaughter himself. Fucking media, man. People are disgusted. I mean, it's a deep fake, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's totally a deep fake. Um, here he is, ready to pay the price for our home audience, the butcher of Bakersfield. Arnold's met with booze. Uh, they rip off his coveralls, and he's just wearing his awesome yellow jumpsuit that he'll wear for the rest of the movie. Sponsored Damon by starts, Adidas. Oh, yeah. Was it Adidas? Oh, yeah. Can we look into these or just like some like track suits or something? Like, I'm constantly trying to simplify my wardrobe, and I'm ready. Dude, we're... I'd be fine with the coveralls, but we're three body types from the Midwest. We don't need to be wearing that skin tight fucking. Just while we podcast. I guess you don't. You haven't seen how ripped I've gotten. <laughs> I'm like Dynamo over here. <clears throat> All right. Um, Damon goes on about how Richards has volunteered for the show. He's playing for a chance to win either a. You know, a trial by jury or even a full pardon. Damon starts highlighting some of the previous winters or winners. We got Whitman, Price, and Haddad. They show some clips of them basking in the Maui sun. At this point, Amber, she sneaks into some office. This turns out to be like a video archive. Ben is strapped into the seat of this cage. Um, it's like, it's basically a luge cart or a luge itself, I guess is a cart. He's locked in. Um, Damon starts to reveal that uh, he's not going alone, though. This fucker went against his word. He's sending Weiss and Laughlin. They're already locked into these two cages kind of off to the side of the stage. Uh, Damon reminds the crowd that the contestants, the running men, if you will, they'll have three hours to make it through all four quads while avoiding our stalkers. It's time to start running. On your marks, get set. Killian, I'll be back. <laughs> Only in a rerun. 
which I think is the best response to I'll be back. It's pretty good. Why'd they even put it in, though? Like, did Arnold insist on having it, this? In? It became his thing, yeah. Like, but was he like, I gotta say it, people want me to say it? Wasn't there another one from T2 in here? It just seemed like you would just keep it in the Terminator world, man. Like, it it works well there. When was T2? 91. 91. Okay, so this was 87. Yeah. There was another one in there, I thought, that he used in T2. And do you think Cameron was watching all these? Like, what the fuck? No, Cameron loves it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Because you know the story about Arnold saying, I wouldn't say Al. I'll say, I would say I will, right? So Arnold went to James Cameron and said, like, I'm playing a robot. Like, I haven't used any contractions yet. Like, I would speak, I would say, I will be back. Mm-hmm. And wanted to say that. And Cameron was like, no. Like, it won't it won't stick. Like, I'll be back. And he was fucking right. All right. So Arnold and crew, they are launched into this luge. Is this not the funnest looking thing that we've ever had on this show? We this are the dystopian looks- bobsled team. <laughs> It's pretty sweet. Uh, I'd be riding this fucking, motherfucker. Yeah. It I mean, it doesn't look as old, fun as that skeleton video game, but. Uh, and it also doesn't look as cool as the one from Batman Forever. Because that one's like 17 miles all the way from Wayne Tower to his apartment or his mansion. Mm-hmm. Apartment. Fucking Bruce Wayne apartment. What, what was idiot. the secret word that he Embarrassing. said? Coat. Yeah, it was some says, real obvious he thing. Says, he says lock. <laughs> he says like sl- slide Chair. or something. <laughs> chair. No, he tells yeah, he tells the door to lock, then he gets in the chair, and then he says, Chair. <laughs> he slides. Alfred. Saw the signal, sir. Always ready. Yeah. All right. Uh, and this you- they, they shoot this luge thing incredibly. Excuse it me, lo- Mr. Wayne, is there another chair for... <laughs> so really didn't want to meet with me. Uh, yeah, the, the way that they shoot this luge thing is awesome. It looks fucking fast. It, they're having a tough time, like, not looking like they're having a good time. You get some rear projection. They're obviously just shooting a fucking fan at them. At some points. Looks good. Yeah. Um, at the end of this thing, they're, they're slammed in and caught by these, like, nets. They look just like, you know, standard construction shit, you know, keep people out of a certain area. But this catches them. Uh, immediately, they're, like, pulled out by, like, I guess bikers or audience members or something. Just, like, these random people at the bottom, I guess, that sort of just help get them going. So the three of them are forced to start running. At the video archive, Amber finds the raw footage of the massacre. Uh, But right as she finds it, she's caught. Damon calls on an audience member, calls him down to the front. It is this audience member's uh, privilege, if you will, to select the first stalker. 
She goes back and forth. She can't make up her mind. Uh, she says, I like my men big and cuddly. She wants Sub-Zero. We reveal Professor Tanaka. Sub-Zero, he's got 30 lifetime kills. He's the incredible Iceman. He slices enemies limb from limb into quivering bloody sushi. I feel like that uh, big and cuddly line would have landed better, but literally every stalker I would describe as a big man. <laughs> Yeah. There's not a huge variation in stalker type body type that they're like, it would have been cool if one of them was like a little, uh, assassin or some, you know, like if there was some variety, but they're all kind of, Hey, I'm a big guy and this is my weapon of choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you were making that now, you would say, yeah, let's get, let's get some speed in there. Mm-hmm. Let's get, but what, what makes cuddly? What makes a guy cuddly? Because I think, like, hair or fur. Like a furry? Yeah, I don't know. Danny Duck will have to explain furries to us. Not f- furry. I, I, not that I understand that, I'm, but, like, cuddly. or I mean, that is a part of the furry community, right? They, like, rent out hotel rooms and just sort of roll around in rat kings. <laughs> yeah, I think. He'll tell us. We'll get a text message in a few weeks. Professor Tanaka. Hey, buddy. We hope you're well. He is an alum of uh, Dead Heat. Yep. And uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, right? Yep. Last Action Hero. Mm Mm-hmm. Dark Man, Black Rain. It's a wonderful day, and we're out killing drug dealers. Uh... All right, so the runners, they get pushed into a game zone. Um, or they were pushed in. It's like fucking chaos. Damon interrupts. Uh, he's got a little speech. Oh, Captain Freedom is like in the locker room. So this is Jesse Ventura again. He's got a wig on and this huge-ass Selleck stash. Um, we're supposed to take it like he now works for the studio. You know, he's retired. And he's given like one of those generic, like, I remember one time. Back in the blah, blah, blah. And we immediately see the disdain that Damon has for him because he just fucking cuts him off and is like, all right, we got to go to the footage. Our our runners are entering the first quad. Yeah, I wrote down I was pretty impressed that this guy was able to get him to shut up based on that clip you sent us of <laughs> him yes. talking nonstop for three, three hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like, what, six weeks ago? Um, Might have been six months ago. Jesse the Body Ventura went on Theo Vaughn's YouTube show, and I think Theo Vaughn says six words in the first half hour of it. I mean, it is just stream of consciousness with Jesse. Um, so, yeah, the runners, they've entered the first quad. The bets, they just fucking amplify out in the streets. The runners, we, they get, they're like in this cold area. Lights start to come on. They start seeing the cameras, and they get locked in this arena. Guess they want us to stay. Fucking Sub-Zero comes out of nowhere. He's got skates. He starts swiping at these guys. He's got this, like, sickle goalie stick that he uses. Oh, yeah. All right. So the crowd loves this shit. They love Sub-Zero. He starts pushing them all out of the way. They love him. Uh, Sub-Zero manages to push Weiss into, like, this locking hockey net thing. Weiss is so sad. 
Uh-huh. Hey guys, let me out. Yeah, he just wants to get to his uplinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richards, he gets knocked out, um, and then Laughlin dodges a few swipes. Richards gets back up. He sneaks up on Sub Zero. He manages to get him off of Laughlin. As Sub Zero comes back around, Arnold manages to grab this pole, uh, rips it off. The pole is connected to some like razor wire, barbed wire netting up at the top. Takes a swipe at Sub Zero, gets the razor wire around Sub Zero's neck, fucking chokes him out, fucking dead. The crowd, the studio audience, everybody's fucking silent. Hey, Killian, here is Sub Zero. Now, playing Zero. I, not a great one. No. Kind of lost. Not a great one. Again, the, the studio, everybody's just fucking shocked. Damon, he just somberly goes to a commercial. Richards and Will, they get Weiss out of the trap. We start getting gas coming in. This is to force them to leave. Sure glad we got rid of Sub-Zero. Yeah, he was a real pain in the neck. Like, that one's good. You don't need the Sub-Zero thing. All right. Hey, he was he was doing the best with the material he had. I mean... Oh, he... Arnold's charisma in this is fucking top-notch, dude. It's insane. Um, All right, so while everybody's all somber, they go to a commercial break. Damon has to step away. He gets a nasty phone call from the Justice Department. And guys, we take a pee break. When we left off, Ben Richards had just choked the fucking life out of Sub-Zero. Like a little bitch. Mm-hmm. People didn't know how to handle it. Damon got a call from the Justice Department. Our I runners... Bet, uh, they- David Carradine loved it, though. <laughs> um, we got another audience member. It's their job to select which stalker they want. Again, they just can't decide. Fuck, which one is it? Damon says, <laughs> fuck it. Let's send two. They're sending Dynamo and Buzzsaw. Ooh. Buzzsaw busts out. Let's give a down-home welcome to Buzzsaw Eddie Vitowski, last season's leading stalker. Buzzsaw's Hammond and Gage chainsaws are made of Trilon-coated Durasteel and can cut muscle, sinew, bone, and even solid steel. Bonesaw is, like, on fucking... He's just roided to the max, dude. This guy looks like his eyes are going to pop out. Um, I think you um, you just called him Bonesaw. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> Bonesaw's ready. <laughs> Was that? Oh no! It was Bone That's Stripper. Spider-Man. Yeah, the Bone, bone Stripper from... was. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's a movie we don't need to remember. <laughs> what was that movie, Cron? Nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble, dude. Bones already. All right, it's Buzzsaw. It's not Bone Saw. It's Buzzsaw. The show is getting an eight-point bump. Holy shit. Damon is then told that Amber was caught stealing the footage. Sensational, he says. 
while this is going on, fucking lame-ass Dynamo, this fucking guy, he's our other stalker. He's doing his little, you know, presentation. He's singing opera and shooting electricity. I mean, it's not a... He's not tough. He's not fast. Dude's got multiple just, talents, man. Come on. Yeah, he's got... What? He's he can sing electricity. And anybody, opera. Anybody could wear that suit and shoot shit. Do not. I refuse to accept you guys arguing. Maybe he Dynamo's built that. Favor. He built that. Maybe you should get that suit. Like, you have to come in with your own... If you show up like, hey, I want to be a stalker, they're like, all right, what's your angle? And you're like, I built this suit that lets me shoot electricity, and I love the opera. Then you go, but you are fat and a rapist, so we don't want you. Well, they don't know about the rapist thing yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. Damon reveals that Amber is now going to get tossed into the game. She flaunted the law and traditional morality all her life. She gets the loose treatment. She's sent into the zone. Did you hear her, like, because, I mean, with 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 Arnold, they're like, hey, this guy gunned down innocent people. And whenever they send this chick in, they're like. The she, narrator guy? Yeah, he's like, she Having slept with sexual- three people in the last year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sexual relationships with men, as many as three or four in a year. Yeah, it's like, wow, the criteria yeah. for women versus men is mm-hmm. wild. I love when they cut to the guy in the booth doing the narration, like the, the, the emphasis, like taking Ben Richards as his lover. Like, <laughs> uh, all right. Now Weiss goes on about fucking uplinks and camera relays and all sorts of shit. He now notices that uh, the relays they're not pointing up; they're pointing into the zone. So this means they've been looking for these satellite uplinks, but they're probably looking for some sort of relay ground level further into the game zone. So he starts leading the other two along. He figures out that, uh, um, you know, if they can find it, then they can break into it. And yada, yada, yada. Then they can jam the network. Arnold says, jam it up your ass. (laughs) But the guys don't listen. They fucking take off anyway. Ben's sort of forced to follow them. Because as we know, he's basically here to protect them. He didn't really want to participate in this. Um, the stalkers, they ride off. Buzzsaw is on a dirt bike with three or four fucking chainsaws hanging off the side. Dynamo has got this, the dumbest thing, <laughs> this fucking little electric cart. That <laughs> Why do you hate sit- Dynamo? I fucking hate Dynamo, dude. I fucking hate Dynamo. Uh, his head sticking up above the windshield. Fucking asshole. Um, here's a number one stalker last year. Yeah, come on, for real, dude. Give he wasn't the number credit. one stalker last year. Uh, was, was it Buzzsaw? Buzzsaw. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you an honest note that I wrote down. It says, "Damn, Dynamo is the coolest." I thought Dynamo was all right too. That's in my notes. Now, that's before we got to the end of the movie and I saw Dynamo's true colors, but... His whitey mm-hmm. tighties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's worse? But when we were here, I was like, you got a big guy, he's eccentric, 
loves electricity, has a little dune buggy car. He's got those fucking opera little, le- little legs. I can't be fat or ha- like, but just have big legs, man. <sighs> Should put that on All a right. sticker. <laughs> be fat, just have big legs. All right. Weiss, so they split up. Uh, uh, all right, yeah, they're riding off towards him. Um, the, and then we we cut to this is what I didn't want to forget. Uh, Jim Brown, the famous running back, Jim Brown. We got him up like uh, among a a party of some elites watching the the Running Man from like a bar or somebody's apartment or something. Uh, <laughs> Arnold's yelling at him, uplinks underground, uplinks underground. I'm going to uplink your ass, and you'll be underground. Amber sneaks up on him. What the hell are you doing here? Uh, while she's explaining while she's there, Bustle and Dynamo finally bust up. Uh, so they have to split up. Uh, ben and Buzzsaw, they start to joust a little bit. Uh, Dynamo, he chases after Weiss and Amber. Uh, this is where I wrote where Dynamo's head is sticking up above the windshield. Fucking dumbass. Uh, <laughs> Weiss, he starts leading Amber towards this uplink. Uh, and then in another area, Laughlin and Richards are facing off with Buzzsaw some more. Uh, Laughlin manages to push uh, Arnold out of the way. This saves him from getting swiped by Buzzsaw, but he himself gets sliced in the process. Buzzsaw comes back around. He's got like a bolo. He manages to wrap up Arnold and take off. He's dragging him down. Uh, we get a few back and forths. Uh, Arnold's able to kind of time it, and he rolls out of the wrapping, grabs the end of the rope, and gets it around like some rebar and concrete. Right as Buzzsaw takes off again, Buzzsaw gets fucking ripped off of his own motorcycle. Uh, Pretty much the same movie used for Sub-Zero. It fucking works. It works, dude. Um, I mean, you could like Sub Zero's move is like I got a sharp hockey stick, and Buzzsaw's move is I, I got have a sharp chainsaw. Sharp chainsaw, yeah. Like so, Ben's doing the best he can with like having nothing. At the relay, uh, Weiss manages to break into some panel. He starts reading Amber these numbers. Says he'll need her to help remember them. Arnie's walking up on Buzzsaw knocked out, but Buzzsaw gets up and they start wrestling. We get a few tests of strength back and forth. Uh, Buzzsaw's got a big-ass chainsaw out at this point. They're pushing it back and forth. The saw's a part of me, and I'm and I'm going to make it part of you. Arnie fucking pushes it back, you know, gets it up, gets it up under uh, fucking Buzzsaw's nethers. That's all right. Keep it and just fucking rips him taint to throat, man, with the fucking chainsaw. It's great. Mm-hmm. Another stalker down. We're back at the relay. 18, 24, 61, B, whoa, 17, whoa, whoa. 17, you, 4. You didn't say anything about memorizing letters. I, I got myself all <laughs> prepared for a sequence of numbers and you start throwing yeah. letters in. Mm-hmm. Uh. Come to me, my love. Fucking Dynamo is like shows up in this hallway, shocks the shit out of both of them. Uh, K 
kills Weiss with the shock. Cool as hell. Probably the coolest stalker the we've seen so far. Thing. It's awesome when his head sticks above his car. See so much better. Yeah, dude. He's a forget that chainsaw. Give me the dynamo. Guys, it's not even, like I get it's a bit. Uh, he starts forcing himself on Amber, and that's how cool he is. Hey, uh, this is what hey, I mean, at this point, you didn't go back anymore. and erase your fucking notes. Uh, Richards, he interrupts. Hey, Lighthead. Hey, Christmas tree. Follow me, light bulb. <laughs> fucking Dynamo gets in his stupid asshole go-kart and starts making fucking chase. Ben beats him just by running up some rubble. <laughs> fucking Dynamo can't make it can't make the grade and his fucking car flips over immediately starts screaming somebody help me jesus christ cut cut to commercial no power go to commercial why does he want him to cut to commercial like arnold is gonna kill him either way i mean i think because their image man their image is fucking huge like these they're celebrities if people see that don't show weakness you fucking die because you flipped your your dune buggy over yes on some probably like, like fake rubble. How I just don't understand. He could just whip his head fast enough and whip his car back up. Like, <laughs> all right. Richard fucking stands over him. Uh, oh, he's got this pole. People are just fucking itching for him to kill Dynamo, but he doesn't. He just strikes it down right next to him. No, I won't kill a helpless human being. Not even a satist scum like you. Fucking Paul Kersey would have killed this guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wildy would have <laughs> blown a hole the size of a fucking cantaloupe in this guy's right? head. Yeah, that fuck, <laughs> yeah, he would have blown the motor out of that car. Yeah. That little fucking go-kart. It's my constitutional right. Shuck this, dude. All right, this crowd, they can't, they fucking hate it. They hate the fact that Ben Richards did not kill this guy. Ben and Amber, they run off. She asked what happened to Buzzsaw. He had to split. (laughs) Great. That's pretty good. Yeah. Makes up for that Sub-Zero one. Yeah. (laughs) The Sub-Zero one is like, it, it really does that. It's like so bad, but because it's Arnold, it comes back around to being funny. Uh, all right, they get to, uh, or Damon, he tries to spin the drama of the vents. Holy shit, this is great, right? This is one of the best matches we've ever had. Audience is going fucking crazy. He's got to cut to a halftime show. Over the loudspeaker, we hear Fireball. Please come to the dressing room. This is Jim Brown. He's got these great, like, uh, gray streaks. streaks. Yeah, up his sideburns. Amber and Arnie, they get to Laughlin, but Laughlin is too sliced up. Amber reveals that she has the uplink code. Weiss read it to her. Laughlin asks Ben to take her to a secret underground base that's located in Quadrant 4. He says, don't let us down. I don't want to be the only asshole in heaven, Ben. It's a good line, too. Good one. like that one. 
Damon cuts to uh, he cuts in via a big screen. He's got a secret. It's like a private um, feed that he's talking to Ben on. He starts offering Ben a stalker contract. Um, fucking Ben is not hearing any of it. Fucking just rips the camera off. You cold-blooded bastard. I'll tell you what I think of it. I'll live to see you eat that contract. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine. Fucking smashes the shit. It's great. Like, this this dude's second language. He's fucking mastered it. Like, I I couldn't read this shit. Fireball takes the stage. This dude's got a fucking flamethrower. He gives a little... I, I love the demonstration. It is like the fighting game fucking player select screen mm-hmm. like it's there's, he's not a he's not a new stalker the audience has seen him before there's a funny part too whenever he walks out onto the stage where somebody's like fireball he's my hero <laughs> it's like okay break your goddamn spine all right captain freedom he's up there he looks on he's got concern this is great because you go, you as an audience, right? We've seen Captain Freedom early on. We've heard all about it. You know that Jesse Ventura is like 6'5", 300 pounds. Fucking uh, McTiernan like, purposely avoided him being next to Arnold in Predator too much because he fucking towers over him. And Jesse always loves to talk about that. Like, I had bigger arms and they didn't want to me being together you know uh all right and it's setting this up and then they set up fireball like okay this is cool like this is actually going to be kind of kind of tough let me tell you this ain't very tough uh fireball walks out to the streets dudes he's got a fucking jet pack yeah this is pretty cool cooler than a fucking little electric go-kart <laughs> Damon asks another audience member, Agnes. He says, who who does she think will make the next kill? She doesn't take very long. She says, Ben Richards. That boy is a mean motherfucker. Damon gets mad like, no, no, no. He's one of the contestants. You got to pick a stalker. She says, fuck you. Like, I, I think it's Ben Richards. Why not? How the this immediately starts. This immediately switches the script, or flips the script, rather, right? You know what we used to say? Now the crowds in the street, they're starting to fucking bet on Richards. They want a piece of this shit. Yeah, they're hoping uh, this bet goes through correctly. <laughs> they what lost that, the first 15, mm-hmm. but... With that big money. As long as you're not betting through Robin Hood, you know, mm-hmm. then you know your money's actually getting... Some of us still have their money in Robin Hood. They're too lazy to move it. Yeah, I would have loved to bet on the Ben Richard fight through <laughs> Robin Hood. It's an investment I'll take. Yeah, let us Arnie, bet on fights already. It'll get there. Arnie and Amber, they start looking for this secret broadcast center. She says, me and my big mouth, we should have taken a dead trip to Hawaii. I had the shirt for it, but you fucked it up. <laughs> Best line of the movie. Hell yeah. You look great in that shirt too. Yep. She she should feel bad. I had the shirt for it, but you fucked it up. And the way he said it's so great. Fireball lands behind him, so he lands a uh, hundred yards away and then starts running <laughs> after them. It man, it's tension. Uh, 
now we, we get into some generic like factories and corridors. Arnie starts Donkey Konging it. He's like fucking picking up barrels and tossing them down this hallway at Fireball. Unlimited one of them's barrels. filled Yeah. One of them's filled with something explosive. It blows up, but we're not shocked to or to find out that Fireball has like got a fireproof like what chainmail suit on, so he's able to walk through this shit. Um, Amber, she gets away. She starts looking for Richards, but she comes across a stash of dead bodies. She starts reading the name tags. It's Whitman, Price, and Haddad. The guys that we're told won the last game. Fireball comes in and he confirms it. Those weren't last season's winners. They were last season's losers. Right as he's about to shoot at her, Ben busts in from the top. He rips the gas line on the back of Fireball's uh, fucking backpack they start soaking him with fuel. Arnold oh, no, throws him line. in. Oh no, my yeah. gas line. <laughs> Go to commercial. Go to commercial. Arnold throws his ass into a corner. He's in like a like they're like a locker room or something. He throws him down, grabs a flare off of him. How about the light? Lights his ass up. What a great this is a great death. What a hothead. The <laughs> The crowd loves it. Uh Captain Freedom to wardrobe. Cut to Captain Freedom, Jesse Ventura. He shows up to the control booth. He's fucking decked out in this like in lame ch- cheese graters. Yes, silver <laughs> armor. Like toasters. Yeah. yeah. I won't do it. I was killing guys like this 10 years ago with my bare hands. I'm not going for any of this tricks. This is a sport of death and honor. Code of the gladiators. Spare me the combat zen speech. They're betting on Richards out there. So, at first you think, is he afraid to go fight Ben Richards? But what is this whole like trick thing going on? So, uh, Killian's bodyguard escorts Captain Freedom out. Ben and Amber, they were looking for the underground in that final quadrant, they get locked into some sort of cage thing. It's not, you know, quickly after this, Mick Fleetwood reveals himself. Um, he takes the two into the secret base. Oh, thunder only happens when it's raining. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't it crazy to think that Stevie Nicks cheated on what's his name with him like he looks like the guy that falls off the cliff in midsummer <laughs> wait she cheated what well weren't they weren't they she in cheated the middle with of- Lindsay buckingham or cheated on Lindsay buckingham with mick fleetwood i thought because mick they, fleetwood weren't they like in the middle of a divorce though when they wrote rumors or something like they were breaking up I think all, I th- yeah, I think at one point, because there were five of them, but four of them were in two couples, and each of those couples were like breaking up but sleeping with the other people. Mm-hmm. You don't shit where you eat. I don't know, man. That record's pretty Seemed fucking work. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the record holds up, dude. And, and every few years, they managed to put their shit away and go on tour and make a ton of money and... So, sometimes you may shit 
where you eat. Yeah. Hey, it's just, if your life's not going that great, just try it. Just try shitting where you eat and see if... Yeah, what... What, <laughs> what do you got to what lose? What do you got to lose? Uh, what are All you going right. to do today? You know what? I'm going to shit it. where I eat. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to try it. My whole life, I went into a separate room to shit. Not anymore. The dead stalkers, they get a sweet oh. little dance memorial. And by the way, don't cut corners and eat where you shit. Don't take a sandwich onto the mm-hmm. toilet. That's mm-hmm. fucking, mm-hmm. that's cheap. Mm-mm. You shit where you eat. You fucking you shit at your table. I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought that up, Kron, because mm-hmm. people are people are so fucking lazy. Yeah, they'll try to get around it. Mm-hmm. It's not working for me. Well, because you're not doing it right. You're not shitting yeah. where you're eating. We said it the specific way because that's the way we want you to do it. Yeah, and not a poop. A shit. It's not a. It's not a poop. A shit. There is mm-hmm. a difference. Yeah. And I'm not yeah, talking yeah. about a granola bar. I'm talking about a fucking meal. Yeah, yeah. You, had, you wake up from five beers, you shit where you eat, and and then you have your breakfast there, I guess. But I, Karan, I I yeah, I'm a, I'm a second to five beers, but I think you need two or three cups of coffee mm-hmm. when you wake up. You need to get that a boiling. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to fix your? Shit. Do you want to fix your life or not? Don't phone it in. Yeah. You're gonna have to hit bottom before you can start going up again. So. Five day rentals fully supports shitting where you eat. Mm-hmm. Anti horse pro shitting where you eat. And then when your life starts getting better, you can go back to shitting in condoms. Mm-hmm. But your life sucks right now. No condoms. Get rid of them right now. Get rid of all the condoms. If, you're, if your life is bad, get rid of the condoms. Yeah. It's the last thing you need. Throw them away. You don't deserve them. Condoms are for winners. <laughs> the guys in the booth, they're able to basically create a deep fake. They have altered footage that shows Captain Freedom snack, uh, snapping Amber's neck and then throwing her limp body into some razor wire. Fucking media, uh, man. Oh, it's fucking great. So this footage then shows Captain Freedom fighting Ben. And it's not a total shutout. At least these guys know how to create some drama with their fake fight. Um, they're letting Ben get some licks in. But ultimately, uh, Captain Freedom, he impales Ben on this like spike wall. Um, and then it's revealed, Damon, you didn't have to kill him. So they had Captain Freedom really kill this fucking stunt man that they put the Ben Richards deep fake on. So this is what it was. This is what Captain Freedom was embarrassed by. He was embarrassed by the fact that he wasn't allowed to actually fight Ben Richards. They had to fake it. Well, now he would have lost. I mean, yeah, but it's code of, code of the gladiators, dude. That's true. Um, Arnie and Amber, they're watching the footage from the uh, secret underground 
Ben acknowledges now that uh, now they're they're for sure fucked. Amber's like, uh, "What are you talking about? Now that they think you're alive, or now they think you're dead, they'll leave you alone." And he's like, "No, now they're for sure going to come after us because they can't, you know, it can't be let out that they faked that. Um, they can't they can't afford basically for Arnie to be out there and to be found alive." So this is where Ben just fucking takes charge. Uh, I told Killian I'd be back. I wouldn't want to be a liar. Um, and then now magically fucking Arnie's got a s- cigar in his mouth. Now, in the Batman, which is now in theaters, it's been reported that Colin Farrell, who plays the Penguin, wanted to smoke. But WB said, no, you can't smoke. Because you can't smoke in PG-13 movies. And it got me thinking. There is a guy who kind of built his career. And is pretty famous for his smoking. And it's been a while. This is a pretty violent movie. But cigarettes have definitely killed more people than chainsaws and razor wire. So I'm wondering. Can we call in our resident cigarette smoker and cancer survivor to maybe... I don't know, give his opinion on the current Hollywood take on not smoking in movies. Cron, you think you can get Michael Douglas on the phone? All right, let me punch it up and see. Okay. Doesn't, uh, while, while I'm punching these numbers in, doesn't, mm-hmm. uh, doesn't Nicholson smoke in the original Batman? Hmm. Hold that thought. The call went through. Oh, damn. He answers fast. Yeah. Let me, uh, are, are you there, Mr. Douglas? Hey, what are you guys doing? How you doing, Mike? Hey, you guys woke me up. You were sleeping? I don't know how we yeah. would tell. You woke me up. What is it, like 840 uh, on the... West Coast West right Coast now? There. Catherine, get I don't want to have sex. I'm on the phone. Okay. We're, we're trying to talk to you on the phone. Who are mm-hmm. you talking to about? You shouldn't have answered if you're in bed. Dude, Is that that's Catherine Zeta-Jones from The Phantom. Get, I don't want to have sex. I'm on the phone. <laughs> yeah, light me up. You'd say it was... You'd, you'd say it was worth it, right? Hey, uh... I I don't know if I got the cancer from smoking or not, guys, to be honest with you. Oh, really? What yeah, else would you have gotten it from? His other activities. Um, so, you know. Yeah, well, well, I don't tennis. know if you've ever publicly blamed the smoking. It was from all the women. Mm-hmm. Cigarettes are fine. Yeah, I agree with you. What's your question? I think we were <laughs> just checking in with you, seeing mm-hmm. <laughs> seeing how you're doing. Well, the no smoking in movies now, like smoking, 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 pretty much gets you an R rating. So that's total bullshit. Right, smoking makes you cool. Yeah, that's what I hey, thought. You don't have to convince I me. I never, never looked cooler than when I smoked. Yeah. How how did you get over nicotine addiction? Like, it's uh you could do 
two packs a day, but don't eat two pussies a day. <laughs> wow. Can you what eat a- the same pussy twice? That was my question. <laughs> yes. Yes, oh. th- that's fine. That's That might have been a loophole I thought I had, but maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> what about the same one three times? I mean, uh, is there a limit, I guess? Mm-hmm. Or can you go all the way around and do, like, more than... What kind of man are you? Jesus. Mike, has life ever been so low for you that you needed to shit where you eat? Yeah, I got beautiful children, uh, wonderful career, sexy wife, uh, and I'm still smoking cigarettes, guys. Uh, So it's it's fine. I'm okay. I'm okay. I mean, your father just recently died. Yeah, did he, he was like 110 years old or some shit. Yeah, Stanley smoked all the time. Sure. <laughs> no, I told you, I don't want to have sex. Well, it sounds like you could at least eat her out cancer-free. There's no risk there. Doctor says it's fine. I'm good. I'm good. Did you have a movie question? I would try to get your thoughts on... I think I've asked this twice about just like the current state of not being able to smoke in Hollywood movies. Like You've been pretty vocal or whatever you call it that you do now that, you know, it wasn't smoking that caused cancer, so... A movie like this from ninety or you know eighty seven is just chock full of smoking. Was I in the this movie? <laughs> what movie are you covering? Oh, oh I'm a, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's Running Man. Uh, oh, he, he Arnold Arnie's fine. He's, he smokes the cigars all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm confused by is did this. Did this phone call wake you up, or was it the person constantly trying to have sex with you that woke you up? The, the, the phone call woke me up, and then she thinks because I'm up that we should do it. And just, look at me. So, oh, did, did you fake going to sleep so you wouldn't do it? Like, you got the sense that she wanted to do it, but you were kind of tired, so you were like, I'm going to... And like I just over. say that after all these years and all these fantastic performances, thank you, Mr. David Fincher. I, my jaw's tired, okay? This is tired. Uh, Mike, I think I'm going to let you go back to bed, buddy. I'm real sorry I woke you. Uh. You look miserable. And you're doing that old man thing where you're holding the phone right up to your face. So it's really <laughs> creeping us out. Yeah, hey, take a glass of milk. Warm. <laughs> take a glass of milk? That's, dude, that's <laughs> not good for the mucus, buddy. Are you? Well, you're, are you handing out milk glasses? <laughs> you're in your bedroom. You three got too much energy for me. Where did you get that? Love you guys. It's like in a... Later, Mike. 
It's like in the aviator when uh when Leo DiCaprio is like bringing the milk or whatever the hell he keeps saying over and over. Yeah, doesn't he have like specific instructions on like how they bring in milk and <laughs> how they hold the bag for the cookies and all that? Mm-hmm. Hey what Dan, happened? sorry man, you missed it. Uh, Michael Douglas, it was oh shit. Yeah, did you guys ask yeah. him about the game? No, but he did thank David Fincher <laughs> randomly. So sweet, the guy's just getting up there in age, man. It's he's kind of like I feel a bad recluse. He doesn't really do much anymore. Yeah, he could have given a Verhoeven a shout out. I mean, that's true. It's his mind, man. Well, then is then he calling Verhoeven? You know what I mean? And we got a three-way side-by-side going on here. Situation there, yeah. Oh, man. All right. Where were we? All right. So Arnie, he's he's got a cigar. He's checking the squad. Uh, Mick Fleetwood says that once they have control of the feed, he'll go on the air and start giving a little speech. But Amber says, uh, no, play this instead. She has the raw footage from the massacre. And rightfully uh, so, Arnold asked her, where did you hide that? I think, what did she say? Like, that's none of your business? Yeah. I mean, like, well, I mean, it's footage of me, so I would, I think it is my business. I mean, for how tight that suit is, I'm I'm pretty curious where she hid it. Mm-hmm. There's a back pocket, guys. They were allowed one thing. Arnie brought a cigar. She brought video footage. I brought matches. Uh, I brought a knife. I brought this security camera footage from the helicopter incident. It's like, this is naked and afraid. Like, why did you bring that, lady? Yeah. That's not going to help us build a shelter. We can burn it, maybe, to start a fire. We're in the tower. Arnie leads the crew while uh, Damon starts fielding calls from the viewers. People are calling and they're like, um, oh, we feel so bad for so-and-so, like the stalker. Is there like a fund, uh, you know, that we can donate to? Or uh, somebody calls and says, uh, uh, is Dynamo okay? You know, and they give you a little, like, yeah, he's okay. He's just. uh, That was me calling to check. (laughs) <laughs> Make sure he's my favorite stalker. He's a, he's the best, man. <clears throat> All right. Um, so while he's leading this attack, the underground, they managed to use the six numbers that Amber had to remember to uh, hack the system. They take control of the feed. They start showing a uh, pretty impressively edited video, which shows the original Food Riot footage, along with footage of the so-called last season's winners. Uh, the rebels they take over the booth while the crowd yells at Damon. Arnie busts in. It's showtime. Security starts shooting at Arnie. And the crowd gets out in the halls. Amber she stopped by Dynamo. Uh, she tells him there's nothing funny about a dickless moron and a battery with a battery up his ass. Uh, she punches him in the nuts, but he manages to get up on top of her. I don't know when he dropped his pants, but then we reveal that <laughs> yeah, they just cut he's over got, to him. He just around. He's got these fucking soggy, <laughs> tidy white. Uh, he yells, uh, like, I'll, I'll show you dickless. 
Uh, Amber Why managed, would you show that? <laughs> I, to sh- I I love it because it it adds to the patheticness of him. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, she reaches for her machine gun and manages to shoot the fire sprinkler up above him. Guys, Dynamo's biggest weakness: water. Getting covered in water. <laughs> He's electrocuted and killed. We're back to the firefight in the studio. Real got- M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, various baddies, they're just no match for Arnold. You know, you're just getting faceless stunt guys getting shot. Uh, the crowds and the home audiences, they're just watching in disbelief. Damon tries to sneak away. Hello, cutie pie. Arnold steps up to Damon right as Sven, the body, uh, the bodyguard, shows up. Uh, too bad he ain't taking any chances against Ben Richards. Says he needs to go get some steroids and just fucks off. Uh, Damon starts talking, trying to get out of it. Uh, Ben throws his ass into uh, the luge cart. uh, Locks him in. You bastard, drop dead. I don't do requests. (laughs) He fucking pulls the pin. Killing gets launched into the luge. Goes flying at fucking full speed through this thing. We get to watch like four of these throughout the movie. Like they're real happy with this effect. Um, At first I wrote down too, like, so he's just going to land in zone one and I guess have to walk back. Like it didn't seem like that big of a deal, you know, but Mm -hmm. I thought the people were going to be down there and they were going to like go after him. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. But somehow magically, I guess Ben knows that there's no net set up. So Killian goes launching at fucking full speed into one of his own billboards for like a soda or some shit. Um, immediately blows up. Yeah, there must have been a meth lab behind that fucking sign. <laughs> Luge full of fucking petrol. Well, that hit the spot. The fucking crowd starts cheering. They start chanting Richard's name. Amber comes up from the from the back of the hallway. Her and Ani, or Arnie, lock eyes. We got a big smooch. The crowd start to cheer. The signal goes down. Please stand by. The end. That was running, man. Ending song kind of slapped. Yeah, man. John Parr. Well, fellas, are you better for having watched this Arnie classic? Yeah, it's always good to watch a Arnold movie. I think even a, I mean, I kind of, maybe not so much Bruce Willis, but even like a bad, you know, Stallone, there's a couple things in it, at least, that are going to be fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. S- same thing with Arnold. Like, those guys might have a bad movie here and there, but even their bad movies are entertaining movies, so... And when the movie's bad, it's very rarely their fault. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't mean to imply that I thought this was bad, but just that those two guys are at least good enough pre- like screen presences that even if they do wind up in a bad movie, there's a and couple hey, things. Cron, I didn't mean to imply that I thought you were implying that. We'll don't we'll, don't we'll, worry. We'll suss it out in the ratings. <laughs> 
Dan, was there any uh, trivia that I I didn't hit? Uh, released November 13th, 1987. Uh, estimated budget of $27 million. Uh, gained $38 million worldwide, so it was a success. Um, this, show, this movie inspired American Gladiators, which came out in 1989, the TV show. Um, all the dancing girls you seen in are seen. All the dancing girls you seen in there um, were choreographed by uh, Paula Abdul. Uh, like we mentioned, moved back because of Predator, which came out the same year, nineteen eighty-seven. Uh, Mr. Dawson requested that he would do the part as long as he didn't have to cuss. But I thought I thought he cussed once or twice, but I might have been wrong there. Uh, four actors from this film were also in the Predator movie. Um, our lead lady there was also the in Predator 2. And that's it. That's all I got. Okay. Well, let's not delay. Let's get Act into our now. game. Supplies is running out. Before we cut to a commercial, I think it's time. Rate my letterbox. Rate my box. All right. Let me get the grid going here, Kron. I'm sorry. I'll go first. Because, Dan, I'm giving you a three. And Bones, I'm giving you a four. Get my doodles. That was a three. Three for Dan and a four for me. That's correct. All right. Dan? I am going uh, Cron Howard, a 3.0. I'm going Bones, a 3.5. Let me give you both a three. All right, guys, I think I would be a three on Running Man. Uh, I think this movie was fun. Probably not the best Arnold out there. Like, I would, you know, we were kind of naming them earlier, but both Terminators, Total Recall, Predator. Like, you've got a lot of good movies that I think you could put above this one. Um, But this movie was fun. I mean, it kind of had a, you know, a weird sci-fi thing. Um kind of a, I don't know, action-adventure kind of plot trying to get from point A to point B. Um, I don't know. This one, it didn't wow me, but definitely didn't disappoint. So, yeah, three. Danimal? Uh, I, too, am at a three on this. Uh, It just really reminded me of No Holds Barred. but just better, I guess. But still kind of the same big guys, but done a little differently. But yeah, man, I mean, the one-liners are all through it. They don't really get old. Uh, yeah, man, I mean, it's it's entertaining for 1987. I would, I would definitely go watch this in the theater if I was a young man at this time. Of, so yeah, three for me. 
fellas, this isn't uh, Terminator. This isn't a Predator. Yeah, but I still think this is a bona fide classic. There's so much in this movie that could go wrong, in the wrong hands, with the wrong lead, with the wrong you know script and tone. This movie could be a fucking robot jocks. You know, it could be Banger. totally forgotten. While this isn't one of his big ones, it's still fucking great. I think the movie hits. It moves beautifully. It sets the world up. It's got the atmosphere. It somehow manages to look cheap, but have production value. It's it's great. I love it. It's fucking Arnold. Uh, it deserves to be in the in the upper echelon of the upper echelon of our list. Uh, this is a four. Be in the three three range area. Yeah. So, uh, where did we end up here? If this is your first time listening to Five Day Rentals, because you're like, I fucking love Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I only listen to podcasts about movies that I've seen or that I know. When we play rate our letter or rate my letter box, we are we are trying to define the big list we are trying to rank and do all the work for you right for all of the shit that we sit through so the, the aggregate of our rate my letterbox scores goes to our friend cron who's the keeper of the big list and he's about to tell us where this movie falls what are we up to like 60 movies now almost uh we are 58. at 55 movies okay so cron where does this sit all right running man would end up at number 20 on the big list, it has an average score from us of 3.33. Right now, this movie would be right above Death Wish 3 at number 21. And guys, I gotta say, this movie is tied with number 19, which is twice dead. This is my movie. So I will allow you to to vote. I'm going twice dead. Man, it's really a... When you get down to it, it's a homeless dad versus a dynamo. (laughs) Okay, I don't know if homeless dad is the worst thing about twice dead. (laughs) There were some killer teens in it, but... I think I'm going to go with... There's a mannequin in Twice Dead. I think I'm going Twice Dead as well. Ooh. Good move, Kron. People at home are punching their iPods. (laughs) They are punching Twice Dead into Tubi because that's where it's streaming to watch it. And then download our episode. Wow. All right. Well, that keeps it at number 20. Uh, That would keep it at number 20. That's correct. All right. Um, Also, from our Rate My Letterboxd game, Dan finished the game with a 1.5. Kron, you and I both got a 2. All 
All right, after uh, going into the final movie, scores are me, 15.5, Bones, 17.5, Andre Dan, 14. Nice. All right, these points will be uh, important because this is how we select our uh, drafting order if you will, for our rewind shows. Do you guys have any other final thoughts on Running Man? I mean, you're both obviously wrong for picking Twice Dead over (laughs) Running Man. But that's fine. Gonna hash that out in the review. Uh, Or the rewind. I I get it. I get it. I mean, Twice Dead's fucking fun. It's one of those ones that I think about all the time came out of nowhere it was a new watch for me you know it's fresh but running man has staying power buddy i think there should have been some sort of can't run forever dynamo spinoff movie that would have been <laughs> do you think do you think they tried to set that up by keeping him alive and then they were like nah we we got to have a cut where he tries to rape her in the hallway and she kills him you don't see him die though it's do true you? You just kind of see him get That's some true. water on him. Yeah, he could have just Electrocution doesn't always necessarily mean you die. Yeah, he could have just gotten into a coma. Guys, we start working on the script this weekend, so. <laughs> nope. It's like a Better Call Saul or like a The Joker, you know? You just watch this, like, deplorable person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are always the best movies yeah, we're going to do like a shot-for-shot shot remake of The Joker, but it's With Dynamo. <laughs> you wouldn't get it. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. I enjoy running, man. I, I'm loving this category. People are loving it. Loving it. Hey. People are loving it. It was about time we got Sly on here. It's about time we got Arnold. We got one more guy to get on this fucking show. So let's get the fuck out of here. Guys Go clean for, off. But guys, take off your electric gear first before you take a fucking shower. What are we going to say, Dan? I said we forgot to... Uh, me and Kron forgot to expose what Arnold pick we would have chose if... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm we sorry. Had, uh, if we had Arnold. You got one, Dan? It would have been end of days. Oh, it absolutely would have been Total Recall. You don't think Total Recall is too good? I think one of those is absolutely too good for the show. Uh, Total Recall is fun as hell, man. I know it's fun as hell. Yeah. It's but not. It, it's it might not, be a five-star banger. It's not quite five-star banger territory for me, I guess. But it's okay. like a, a movie that... Like, if it's on TV and I come in halfway through, I'll probably finish out the last half of it. There's very few Arnolds that I wouldn't do that with. There's Stallones that I might not finish, and there's definitely some Willis's that I wouldn't finish. All right. End of days. Perfect five-day rental selection. It's coming. Total Recall. Possibly too good. We'll see. Maybe it pops up on the show. Maybe it pops up as a five-star banger. 
All right. I got all worked up for the shower. I already took all my clothes off. Standing here <laughs> like an idiot. Thank God we didn't call Michael Douglas now. Hey, Poor guy trying to get some sleep. It might have sex all the time. It might have woke him right up though. Well, I guess he was turning down sex, so I don't know if the sight of a nude man would. Yeah, I mean, you you sort of insulted my my physique earlier, <laughs> saying I had a midwestern physique. We all know what that means. I work hard on my body. Some one of us has a sedentary job and had to have hernia surgery, so might have put on a little few lbs. No, I'm just saying there's a very specific body type that looks good in skin-tight <laughs> clothing. Mm-hmm. I will say you've had that shirt for like 20 years, and you're still wearing it, so that's, that's a good sign. That's a good sign, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And if anything, the arms are tighter. See that? <laughs> Listen, you got Dynamo on one side, Arnold on the other. The goal, just stay in the fucking middle, baby. <laughs> there, there just, you go. just quit. T- don't touch... Don't touch the sides. Just stay right in the middle. All right, guys. Let's get the fuck out of here. For Five Day Rentals, I'm Bones. This is Cron. Laundry Dan. Crash and burn. Crash and burn. Buddies forever. everybody to the after shower show here on the five day rentals podcast uh you just heard bones take us through the running man and uh it's fun time and we are uh closing up our last movie here before a rewind show next week where we where we will review our ratings for the last nine movies that we covered uh friendships will be destroyed arguments will be made um see if we can figure out a way to get a 6.5 points into batman forever i was gonna say we can't touch batman forever it's it's off the it's off the list so um we'll see we'll see where it goes folks so join us next week for that Yafit Kodo played the bad guy in a Bond movie called Live and Let Die. He almost made it through a whole episode. I couldn't do it. I could not. As soon as you fucking insult Batman forever, the gloves are off. I didn't insult it. I he was played, just saying it's off the he list. He played Tenanga, yeah. Live and Let Die. You know, famous for the Paul McCartney and Wings theme song. If anything, we Guns were saying... Roses, yeah. We we could totally understand that movie getting six point five out of five total points. So we still have another movie to go through before we get to all the fighting and bickering of the rewind number five. That's in two weeks, folks. Join us for that. Um, 
I, in this category called the big three, but not the three you wanted, I drew, or I guess chose, Mr. Bruce Willis. You kind of just got what was left. Uh, which yeah, was that's Bruce that's Willis. usually how it works. So, um, I think Kron and Bones, you did make uh, guesses on what the pick would be. So let's uh, let's do that. Let's see what you guys came up with. Are we just holding up our paper. Like, are we revealing it? Yeah. Let me. Is let yours me, is yours locked in? Is mine locked in? Yeah. Yeah, You're not going to change. Okay, you never late. know with me, man. Kron has guessed. Death becomes her. And as I suspected, Bones guessed Last Man Standing because it's a Walter Hill film. Oh, now, yeah. See, I thought maybe Dan would go uh, uh, Witches of Eastwick route <laughs> and go for something that had some kind Just, of a horny now, attitude to it. If yeah. you do look at my letterbox diary, Death Becomes Her was last year, I believe I watched it, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it, and I thought about it. I also thought about 12 Monkeys, because I haven't seen that in a long time, but then I was like, I don't want to plot that. <laughs> um, but you guys are both wrong. Fuck. We are going... To 2005, gentlemen. And Bones has been talking a lot of shit to direct video. Uh, This one didn't go directly to video, but uh, close enough. And uh, uh, currently streaming on HBO. Directed by Florence Emilio Siri. Uh, The tagline for this movie is every second counts, guys. Uh, We are doing... Sounds like Looper. (laughs) From 2005, we're doing Hostage. Yeah, Hostage was number two. A good old uh, negotiator trapped in a house. One one of his, like, if you look at his IMDb, it's one of his last, like, there, you know, higher tier ones. Yeah. A lot of the stuff says... um, Well, at least he actually cared. Yeah. So. <laughs> I remember watching him in a lot of um, interviews, and he goes, this is a real film noir, and film noir means like black film. So it's real dark. Like That's like a literal thing that he says on Letterman. I was like, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. This movie's going to be dark as hell. Did you watch uh, Hostage Bones? Yeah, I've seen Hostage. Okay. Uh, it came out while we were working at a theater, I think. I think we yeah. saw it at a theater. You you know I've not seen this, Dan. <laughs> you haven't seen Hostage? No. Well, I think you're I think you're in for a treat. I Kevin almost Pollack. I almost took a death or what is it? Death Wish. I almost did that one, but I was like, eh, too soon. I thought about Hostage three. and then Last Man Standing, I was like, it's got a walk-in, and it's Walter, Walter Hill, and I know you're a fucking um, Warriors fan. I was like, yeah, so maybe he'll he'll finally crack the seal on Walter Hill. But It's coming, but 
I th- hostage might be like when I was trying to talk about like if you listed all their movies, you know, and you tried to make that through line. I think hostage just sort of sit there. So cool. I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, Vol- uh, Vulture put out a uh, like a top. I think it was top twenty of his like after his successful stuff. And I think number one was Once Upon a Time in Venice. And I watched like 20 minutes of that, like when we first came to this. And I was like, no. Nah, so I don't think I've ever even heard of that movie. I There's remember, a lot that I never even yeah. heard. I was like, what the fuck is this? I remember walking through a family video when that came out and seeing it. And I was like, what the fuck? And it's something about like, killing his dog or something right like yeah they kill his dog and he like skates boards through like all the reviews are like if you want to see bruce willis skateboard naked through a like the city of venice this is it yeah <laughs> but i grabbed it and i was like what the hell is this and it's like the start of when he started to do that like tier of movie okay so right. I'm gonna uh, write that one down for later, Dan. <laughs> right it's on Hulu. It, on it, Deadly Ground. Yeah, it's streaming on Hulu. But Hostage, yeah, is on HBO Max. So nobody has to buy anything. But yeah, that's uh that's where I went with that one. Uh, a lot of movies there from Mr. Willis. But I think I think Hostage will be fun. So I've done a lot of uh I haven't done a lot of logging on Letterboxd because I've been kind of uh, going through a little bit. It I may as well just get rid of the fucking app. <laughs> I could I waited to rate Batman. I was like I don't I, I don't want to ruin this for anybody. I was like then what's the point? Yeah, we were You can rate Batman. it. You can be like I like this movie. <laughs> you just put the little heart by it. I no, just rate it. I know, but I don't want to ruin it for my friends. I just want to do hood rat stuff with them. <laughs> I, I don't think me knowing you like the Batman is going to ruin it. We already no, knew that. But I guess you already knew it. Yeah. I had, a, I had a, man, I had a good feeling about it. I mean, just based on your score of Bat, for Batman Forever. I, hey, who knows? I did watch Batman Begins last night. And terrible, right? Still great. I mean, two out of three. Good, good movies in that series. Dark Knight Rises isn't bad. It's just so off compared to the other ones. Like it's just. I, this is a whole hey, special. Hey, we if you want to hear me do. go on about Batman. You should yeah, check out uh, Nerds, Geeks, and the Kitchen Sink, where I uh, got to guest with uh, Dustin Kreft and uh, fill in for Chris on that show. And we talked all things Dune and Bill Murray and Chevy Chase and did a little, about a one-hour spoiler-heavy breakdown of our thoughts on the Batman. Uh, one of the few people to like openly support the show. Uh, and speaking of supporting the show, at the time of this record... We haven't given away a single poster. Um, 
it's it's awesome. I love it. I'm glad that we printed all these things. So we're just going to start giving them out. Uh, I think we'll figure out what, what we'll do for our one year with them. But, uh, hey, I've had fun. Uh, guys, I failed to mention that the letterbox user rating score for The Running Man at the time of our review is a 3.2. We're right there. Yeah, man. I mean, I feel like we're usually within a point, right? Or yeah, like a plus close. or minus point five, you know? Yeah, it's, I mean, within a point, I feel like that's a pretty big jump, but. Sorry, I meant like a total point, point five either way, oh, plus gotcha. minus point five. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, that's, that's fairly close. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people are wrong though. Like, I mean, pull, oh, yeah. up, pull up the rating for Raising Cane and, you know, a lot of, a lot of dum-dums out there that don't know how to appreciate a movie. So <laughs> what did you rate Batman Forever? A two? <laughs> yes. Okay. I gave it a three right down the middle. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Let's join us next week for Hostage from 2006. It's streaming on HBO Max. Check it out and join us uh, for the Five Day Rentals podcast. Once again, thank you for all the support. Uh, follow us on all social medias, uh, Twitter, Instagram. We're out there. Uh, crash and burn. Uh, do shit where you eat. Break your goddamn spine!